it's amazing how many genres we we get to kind of do you know everything from you know fantasy sci-fi 20s 40s contemporary police you know it's it's we're like design chameleons we are we're a hundred percent like fraudsters like yeah you want a passport mate i can get you a passport you want, you want a birth certificate yeah come see your graphics man Welcome to the Opening Credits Podcast, where we shine the spotlight on the people behind the scenes of your favourite films and TV shows. In this podcast, we'll meet the people behind the design, who create for both fake worlds and the real world. We'll chat to film professionals about their experiences in the industry, their unique contribution to movie making, and how they apply their craft beyond the world of entertainment. Go behind the scenes of your favourite films and TV shows like never before, and meet the people who until now have been hidden in the credits. Hello, welcome back to the Opening Credits Podcast. My name is Stephen Nutley, thanks for joining me. As you may have seen, it's a special episode this week, as we have not one, but two guests. I'm joined today by Andy Bottomley and Camise Oldfield from the Graphics Union UK, which represents freelance graphic designers in the UK film and TV industry. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you may have noticed that every guest we've had on the show so far has been a graphic designer for film and TV. So it's really great to have the Graphics Union on to talk more about this particular role and what they do to help new and existing film creatives. In this episode, I chat with Andy and Camise about their bold new plans for the Graphics Union and how they balance these with their own film projects, which include The Crown, Luther, Wonder Woman and Avenue 5. I also ask Andy and Camise some of the questions that were sent in by you guys. So thank you to everyone who asked a question. I hope you find their answers helpful. Hi, guys. How are you doing? You all right? Hi, nice to meet you, Stephen. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for coming on. We've, we've got the kids out. We've got completely... <laughs> I mean, it's, quite a rare, it's, it's quite a rarity that Camise doesn't have a child on her. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> I say it like that, Andy, but yes, that is... <laughs> one of them will go rogue just before... Like, I, like they can sense in my body that like I might be doing a Zoom and one of them will just go rogue and not adhere to whatever's... Yeah. The, the, the amount we've had to go through today just to get a <laughs> window to get them out of the house, Stephen, is like a military operation. <laughs> well, I'm very grateful for the effort. I wanted to start by asking you guys about what the Graphics Union does, as listeners of this podcast probably have a pretty good idea by now of what graphic design for film and TV is as a job, but they may not be familiar with the Graphics Union. First of all, we're badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are badass. <laughs> graphic union because they're because we're amazing. Um, <laughs> what so the union is is it's a, it's a, a group of graphic designers who work in film and TV who are all kind of marching in the general same direction who want to have good working practice and want to know that if they're struggling they can call upon four hundred faceless people who are just like them who can temperature check what's going on. So if you're on a job and something doesn't feel quite right in the past, you know, pre-graphic union, I was very fortunate that I had one or two graphic designers who were older than me and more senior than me that I was lucky to work with that I could call and be like, this just happened. You know, and I was really fortunate to have that because, I, you know, I managed to work on some bigger jobs that had people who wanted an assistant, but... 
that's not the not been experience for lots of people and you know we've, we've mushrooms as a as a industry in terms of jobs lots of people don't necessarily have that you know they come in from another another um a previous career and come in at a higher level and it's very hard to know what is the right and wrong thing um and where to go to ask questions and the, the, the different ways to, to solve problems. So we are there first and foremost as a platform to kind of share that information. Um, and then we're trying to make everyone be friends. <laughs> Just want a bit of a community. Just want to bring everyone together. Yeah. And like we um, yeah. like said, good working practice, just kind of setting the bar, setting the tone. There's a lot of chat about, um, you know, obviously we, we come with a lot of kit as well, you know, like our, um, our design software. So it's just... It's just kind of getting everything on parative and just making productions, line producers aware that we're all kind of trying to push in the right direction as one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, is there's a lot of stuff. The reason that the, the union started is because there were jobs going around um, and there were graphic designers for different levels of experience who were not being offered the same deal. And there were some people who were arguably less experienced, but were perhaps more bolshy, who were getting a better deal than people who were more experienced and perhaps a bit, just a bit um, gentler of spirit. And, they, mm. you know, a couple of conversations happened. People were re- realised that was happening. They were like, well, this is ridiculous. Like, we should be all getting paid. There should be, a, you know, a benchmark for what we're getting paid because we're all doing the same job. And that's how it's how it started. But it's a brilliant way to kind of, temperature check or you know what is normal or what is acceptable to make sure you're not being exploited I think that that is the 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 kind of like the backbone of the union yeah um and then there's you know hopefully there's other other fun and silly things that that come out from that to make it a bit more enjoyable and a bit more personable and human I know you know like the young ones (laughs) (laughs) no but they they you know they use it you know they to one another and they know one another as friends and peers which is when I was in my 20s I didn't know any other graphic assistants you know that they were definitely competitors and rivals rather than um, collaborators and friends and and that's what you know we really want the the union to be we want people to be able to like phone up someone and say I've got this CV is this person any good do I do you know do I trust them is what what rate were you on I know you did last season what rate were you on and then it means that we're all getting a better deal rather than everybody looking around being everyone and, yeah. job. Um, we also had um two social events last um last was last week um was yeah. one in Manchester and one in Bristol which is just first time we've done it uh was regional but it's just to show our members that we're not just london centric because there's plenty of stuff going on manchester liverpool leeds and plenty of stuff, lots of stuff going on in cardiff and bristol mm. you know yeah. so they went really well and had a really good turnout a lot of graphic designers chatting amongst themselves um so we're hoping to do that like you know again next year um you know maybe in another region maybe up in scotland maybe one in Belfast um you know just just again yeah, to show our, our our union members that it's you know we're thinking of them because <laughs> you guys have recently well, I guess fairly recently taken over as co-chairs yes it'd be a year of us doing it in November um yeah. so we have the AGM this November so everyone comes it's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and, we, and it, really fortunate we've come in at the, you know the tail end of Covid which means that we've got the the perks of like everybody knowing how to use zoom and stuff which means that all of these zoom webinars and things that we've been 
setting up and doing um people understand because two yeah. years ago like it was like well we got to try and do everything in the or three years ago even you know we've got to try and do everything in the real and I feel like uh, one of the things that was quite obstructive of progress was trying to get everybody together at the same time in the same place mm-hmm. because mm. we all work really hard and you know there will be like a directorial request at 5 30 on the day that you're supposed to be having that meeting and you know it's happened to me and I've not been able to attend a meeting whereas now that that wherever you are you can just dial in, even if you're in the car and you're just doing audio, which is super, super handy. Yeah. It's always nice to meet in person, but, you know, because film studios, locations and working from home is quite, you know, all over. And um, it is nice to just get together on a screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, you know, you've got that nice mix of the kind of post-pandemic convenience of like yeah. online webinar stuff, but then yeah. you're also still encouraging in-person meetup so you're kind of getting the best of both exactly yeah. we're desperate to get people in the in the real am i allowed to say about the christmas the christmas thing and oh yes, oh, yes. So- well, last, <laughs> last two years we've done two very successful christmas quizzes but i mean they were amazing this, this year, <laughs> our prize was a trip to the crystal maze i mean you can't get better than that for i mean it's wow our prize that uh, yeah nice but, um but yeah uh I was like, this year we're gonna we we had a chat about it we're gonna do an in the real event but we're gonna do just a jolly and nothing like graphics loosely because we are all graphic designers but we're gonna just do something where people can just come and have fun we're not gonna do a social where everybody's gonna have a glass of wine and try and network we're just gonna get people to have teams and do something very fun in the real a bit like if you were in a corporate job you'd have like a Christmas team building day but we're going to do that for graphic designers who don't necessarily work but we're hoping that they're right before before that we are having um the the golden nib awards which which is um it's been two years we've done it in two years before covid yeah Um, but but this year Flo Tasker who's um the other social secretary we're, we're kind of um planning big things for it so um yeah get your tickets it's gonna be ace it's gonna be super exciting (laughs) i say that with no like i'm genuinely excited about it it's gonna be really fun actual real people in real life we're gonna see people beyond like you know the mid their mid drift down like that (laughs) (laughs) they have lower halves as well yeah Yeah. you can't you can't make them leave the group though if you're not liking the conversation you can't can't. (laughs) jackie weaver them (laughs) um but yeah we've um with the webinars and stuff we've been um uh you know last last year we did a trial webinar with some of our um like lead graphic designers which was a leadership and management training course with screen skills yeah which which worked really well so we're hoping to do that like next year um but the the course itself was you know i think every hod you know not even in graphics i think every hod from should benefit from this this course because it just teaches you how to manage a team how to deal with race equality um you know dealing with stress dealing you know and i think it's it's an should be an integral part of I I think just to to build on Andy's point I feel like um working practice has definitely suffered post or during COVID and post COVID because everybody's so stressed and everybody's having to work to so many superhuman deadlines that perhaps some of the the more the soft skills the 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 gentler and nicer sides of people perhaps can get lost I think think it's the most the most polite way of saying it and you know we're not working with bad people we're not working with ogres but the way in which we're working is making people sometimes assume that form and we would really like to try and give people who've 
stepped up or who are enduring working in, you know, as a manager with um, teams that are bigger or more complicated, these skills to deal with the slightly more complex um, human side of it. So if you have an assistant who comes in and perhaps they're dealing with something privately, but you can see it's impacting their work, how do you go about having that conversation with them without aggravating them or hurting them further? How do you, but, but also to get the work that you need done, you know, because you can't, like, ignoring it isn't necessarily the best course of action. And it's how to give, you know, these are all the things that, that when you are in the corporate world, you get taken away for three days to go and talk about it. You know, you, you bang drums. and H- HR to kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. become a really yeah. good team yeah. leader. But so. we, we don't get that. You learn by baptism of fire. And then what happens is that, that you know, I certainly saw in my younger years, people with very maladaptive coping strategies on on how they deal with their team and you're just like well why has that happened then you find out you know like three years on that they had a job where something else happened you're like oh that's why they behave that way you know they people aren't really given those skills and I you don't have to take them up you know people don't have to come to these seminars but I feel like at least offering these to people who are part of the graphic union is a step in the right direction because I know that when I went from being an assistant to being a lead I had to learn a lot very quickly and I wish that there had been some resources that I could have pulled upon mm. uh, just, just knowing how to deal with those sorts of like you know I'd say toxic personalities you know just because you think you know being a freelancer you kind of think it's you you know you get to the point where you're like is, is it me am I am I am I doing something you know but it's just kind of a coping strategy you know to kind of have a like that that little shield you know to just yeah we've had like, yeah. So we just had some brilliant chats with um with screen skills with the bdfg with um film and tv charity with share my telly job just you know they're all working we're all working to the same sort of thing yeah. we're trying to make everybody like not leave the industry just as a benchmark just you know not get yeah. burnt out <laughs> and decide that they want to become a yoga teacher instead of working in film and tv i feel like that is the you know just the garden variety base level of what we're trying to achieve yeah yeah. Um, they're, they're all they're all pointing in the right direction and um you know it's it's it's, it's kind of doing good things but um Camise and I have um also like like really as you mentioned share my telly job we're like really pushing job shares as well which is is a you know relatively new thing in graphics but you know a lot of people have proved that it can be done yeah um you know having that like work-life balance is is really you know really good and especially like you know all of this mental health and like you know good working practice and all this stuff has started to be discussed around covid because everybody was going absolutely bananas working at home in their box room so like the whole world is having those conversations so i'm like well why don't we bring a little bit of that into um film and tv and because the graphic union i mean it's it's massive if you think you know it's 400 graphic designers because i didn't think that there were 400 plus people doing our job but there are in the uk but it's still quite small so we can kind of um we can talk about things and, and exact change relatively quickly as opposed to like the wider arts department or the wider film and TV, um, you know, interdepartment um, stuff. And, like, and that's what's exciting about the graphic union. Like it, 400 is enough people to say, like, even if, you know, only 10% of them work on the big films, if the big films can push for the things that, you know, that Vector and all of these other like things are trying to um, push forward, if they can enact them just within their team of four or five, 
then we can get stuff moving for the TV stuff. And for the, you know, the, you know, the more, you know, when it's just one person in a department of five, you know, if there's one graphic designer in, a, in, a, in an art department of five people, they can say, well, hang on a minute. I've seen on the union that that's just not true. You know, like I'm just not happy to work till 11 o'clock. And hopefully they can, you know, they can say, just say, I need to get more people, put a, put a, a shout out on the forum and get somebody else in rather than laboring by themselves thinking that they're inadequate because they can't do the workload that is like superhuman Hmm. let's talk about fun things now what can i (laughs) (laughs) well you may have seen asked our listeners for any questions they wanted to ask you guys about the graphics union yeah so i can move on to some of those now if you like can i just say to your listeners anybody who's not in the union and is thinking about being a becoming a graphic designer we have a new entrance tier which is the modest amount of i think 10 pounds 10 english pounds for a year um, which means that you can join, feel your way out around, have a look at our resources. So we've got things like, um, so in, in COVID, you know, when we couldn't have work experience, we've got things like work experience, um, question, not questions, um, tasks that you can do to like bolster your portfolio to, to make your, if you're coming from another area perhaps, and you don't have film specific things in your, um, that would make you more enticing to the graphic designers that you might be reaching out to. We do um, a couple of times a year, we do a new to industry webinar, which is we get four panelists, which are graphic designers who are established in film and TV to answer your questions. They're pre-submitted and you can be like, how did you get in? What do you want to see in my portfolio? Are there anything pitfalls that we should be aware of? And people will ask, will answer them for you in real time. Also, it's, it's just, you know, it's like if, if you're if, if you're struggling or you just just ask it's like you know we were all in the position that, that the new entrance were in you know just don't be scared it's like you know we'll, I know Camise and I will always go out of our way to like help people you know we're, we're all we're all on the same page it's like we're, yeah. I'm really passionate about bringing people in who have got you know the zeal and they you know the desire to come and work but they just don't quite know what it what form it takes yet and it's mm-hmm. very you know, very expensive to like commit to like you know going on to a a course or whatever when you're still you don't even know necessarily what it is so come and join the, the forum we'd love, we'd love to get like you know we've, we've had grand chats of like you know maybe going to a few colleges um in the new year and and you know sending a representative up just you know maybe a design course or graphics course so if there's any out there that, that would love love the gu to come and chat just get in touch you know um we'd, we'd you know we'd love to i know like up, up in manchester i don't think there was anything going on like you know of of like graphics going you know, graphics courses knowing about graphics from film and tv so yeah just spreading the word that kind of brings me nicely to the like the first question i was actually going to ask you uh which was sent in by kate who says um how do you become a graphic designer for film and tv just keep Plowing away until somebody gives you a chance, I think is the universal answer. Yeah. It's not the greatest answer. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be tenacious and you have to be okay with like being slightly uncomfortable by like cold, cold calling or yeah. cold emailing. Cold calling. Bring shivers down my spine. One of the best like assistants I ever got was somebody who cold called me out of the blue on a Tuesday morning. And I was so just like, yeah, well, hardcore. Of course, you can come in and work with me. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's, I mean, there is a direct route, but then there's also people that have have come. Say, we, you know, we've got fine artists, we've got illustrators, we've got architects. You know, that have kind of, 
you know, slotted themselves in and, and, you know, it's, I'm, my background was animation. So it's, you, you know, it's, it's, I see it like a Pac-Man game, you know, it's just, yeah. just like a little bit weird. And, and then you kind of just neatly slot yourself into the, into the role. So yeah. I, th- I think that the, the tangible broad strokes answer is if you know, think this is what you want to do, join the new to industry tier, because that gives you access to a lot of information um, about what we are and what we do and who we are and access to graphic designers who, you know, it's a bit less daunting than sending an email out to somebody in the hope that they might respond because sometimes people don't respond and it's not because they don't like you or they don't think your work's good. They are just in the middle of like a very demanding job. Um, And when you're first starting out, it's very hard to not take things personally. I think I remember being like, I've emailed 15 people and nobody's responded. And then three months later, one of them will respond and be like, oh my God, I've just come out of the most big job. so I, I, I always tell people on email if it's like look if if I don't if I don't get in touch with you, you know just keep keep mithering me um that's a northern word I think mither um yeah just keep mithering me and um you know hopefully some some time along the line we'll we'll work something out but you know it's 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 just finding the right the right job and it might it might not be right for us but we'd, we'd always encourage and kind of try and help people we can if, if you know we know someone that's looking for an assistant or someone that is you know struggling with a portfolio we'll always kind of offer that advice to um yeah and make them feel comfortable on. I think the next step is to look at the movies and the genres that you particularly love and see who the graphic designers are it's not very hard to find people's email addresses in this day and age or their Instagram handle or whatever it is and make contact be bold and say I loved what you did in x hmm. um you know we we've all had the generic um email where they just changed your name and sent the same email to everybody else like you can spot them a mile off try and um you know personalize them because we also all really like encouragement and praise so if you're like and i really love the letter that so and so was holding it up like say that like, i want to hear that <laughs> like i don't know anybody who doesn't want to hear that we need to be loved <laughs> yeah exactly we all want a little bit of sunshine and praise so you, you would encourage that as a as a method to to kind of be think, bold and put yourself out there. And... Yeah, I think it's okay if you don't if you if you're if you're if you're if you don't know what you want to be yet and you've got a bit of everything. Say that you've got a bit of everything, but say that you know, like I've done this project where I watched um, Pirates of the Caribbean and I decided that I really like the rum bottle, so I'm going to reimagine that with Dardy Dar and do that and say that, and then I'll be I'll be impressed that you decided to go on your by yourself. Or, or you've decided to make a new cigarette brand for yeah. Tom Shelby on Peaky Blinders. You know exactly. Because a lot of the entry level stuff is, you, you, I'll be like, "Oh, can you go and do X?" And I expect the the person to be able to go go off, do some research, find out about paperweights. If it's period, you know, find out about the correct size, what type of ink they might use, what type of screen if, if it's screen printing, if it, what kind of you know what the printing process would have been historically. And you don't have to match that, but show me how you've decided, or you don't have to do exactly that, but show me how you've just, you've matched that with with modern technology so that I can't at a glance tell the difference. That's what I would. That's what I'd have you doing in the in the office. Yeah, you can go and do that by yourself. You're two thirds of the way there. I know I can send you to the British Library, and you're going to come back with things that are appropriate. Or, or just call Camisa on a Tuesday. That's the fast track route. <laughs> the next question was sent in by Craig. Uh, and he asked, why do art departments specifically need graphic designers? I mean, why does the world specifically need graphic designers? <laughs> awesome. Like, try it. 
Like, just go outside for five minutes and try yeah. and not see a grass. Unless you're in literally in a thick forest. Like, yeah. our modern world is like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, it's like when, so you, you know, that classic question of like, um, what, what do you do as a job yourself? Do graphic design for film and TV? Right. Well, we're in a cafe, right? So... I would design that menu. Would have designed that. You see those beers. Would have designed that. You know, and, and, and when you start breaking, that, you're actually mind's blown of like how much, how much you actually do in an actual. You know, I know it's a, you know it would be a set, so it wouldn't be like a full three sixty or well, it might be, but um, you know, you just do so much and and again go above and beyond to kind of make it as real as possible. So can I can I talk about and my my show that I'm living for at the moment is Never Have I Ever on Netflix, which I don't know if either of you have watched. If you haven't, I recommend. Um, and like I absolutely love it, and you know that I absolutely love it because um, they have canned drinks and like crisps and things that would make your eyes bleed. Like, <laughs> literally, like it's a can and it's red and it just says Coke on the side, and I literally have to like do this while I'm watching it and be like, I can't see it, I can't see it, I can't see it. <laughs> That is what, you know, like... Yeah, the most generic... That is why people need graphic designers, because that, on a show that was less better written... Yeah. If that's a grammatically correct phrase, but, like, on a a worse show, on a not as funny and, you know, show, I just turn off, because that is hurting my soul. And I know I'm a graphic designer for film, so I have a niche desire and interest in it, but... It's amazing how many genres we we get to kind of do, you know, everything from, you know, fantasy, sci-fi, 20s, 40s, contemporary, police, you know, it's, it's, we're like design chameleons, you know. We're we're 100% like fraudsters, like. Yeah, I'm master counterfeiter. (laughs) You want a passport, mate? I can get you a passport. You want want a birth certificate? Yeah, come see your graphics, man. (laughs) There's moonlighting in your corner. But, you know, it's it's surprising how much police stuff you need to do that's got to be accurate. You know, it's yeah, yeah. fake IDs, fake IDs. Yeah. <laughs> the next question is from um, Sil. I want to say her name Sil. Sorry if I pronounced your name incorrectly, Sil. But she's from Spain, and she's asked: Can people not based in the UK get into the graphics union and apply for a job? So. Yes and no. It depends on whether or not you have a right to work in the UK because the graphic union is primarily for people who work in the United Kingdom. That's no shade mm. to anybody who works outside or anybody who's got a different passport, but that's the um, that's the kind of defining, you know, that's that's what's in our constitution. It's a, it's a union of graphic designers who work within the United Kingdom. Um, so if, if you've got the ability to work here now that we're not part, I don't know with the Brexity things, but how it works, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not as worldly as that. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's probably, it probably hasn't made it easier. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like pre, pre-Brexit, <laughs> probably, yeah, okay. But now it's probably a bit harder. Yeah. So you guys obviously both are graphic designers yourselves in yeah. between doing your graphics union stuff. Um, and Simon's asked a question, how do you balance your time between your day jobs and running the graphics union? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, well, we, you know, obviously we, we've got both got two very small family, you know, two. Uh, my, my family's slightly larger. Yeah, you're, yeah, you got you got one <laughs> off from me. So uh, I, I refer to it as juggling sand. Um, it's, uh, it, I mean, it, you know, it's 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 a thing. Camille and I are both passionate about, and you know, we've 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 been chas- you know, we've been pals for years, um, and we've you know, we've we've kind of. 
obviously stepped up to the mark and we, we just wanted to do all these wonderful things. You know, we, we've seen, seen a gap and we just wanted to fill it. We're both very kind of passionate about it and, um, you know, do, doing things like this just to kind of get, get the word out. Um, it, it's, it's difficult juggling, juggling like work, family, um, you know, the graphics union were just seg- sandwiching in where we can. Uh, it's, 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 work, it's working really well. Um, obviously, we'd, we'd love to kind of, put more time into everything but it's it's it is what it is you know we 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 we, we rely on our members um you know our, our um other members to kind of um help out you know everyone's kind of doing their bit um and stuff but yeah we're... i was gonna gonna say we have an amazing committee at the moment it's um the you know we're only as good as the people that we work with and we have an amazing committee we have meetings and we suggest that's what i was gonna say that's oh, what i was <laughs> That's what I was just saying. Like the thing is, is like Andy said, I have um a family, Andy also has a family, we also both work. Um, and the, the trick is, without being too cliche, is that you hold it gently rather than you know, like if you if he to use his analogy, rather than you know, grasping the sand, you hold it gently. So you do enough to keep it supported and you you trust that other people will take it forward as well. Um, I think is the is the is the right answer and also um ask a busy person and you get the thing done um, <laughs> so hence Andy and I did it and you know we're co-chairs because I wanted to you know um I've been part of the committee for in one guise or another since the very start and um I just care I want it to not be crap for everybody and I think that Andy feels the same and um I knew I couldn't commit to being the so the one solo person at the at the head of the ship but I could you know do it most of the time so it's good to have somebody else to kind of um take up that mantle when I'm you know I've got other responsibilities that need my attention first and foremost and actually I think that going forward that uh, that I'm going to suggest co-chairs from now on because I think it works really well actually because when I've got a, a you know a crisis or a, a crunch point you're more often than not free and vice versa yeah. which is why you know a bit like job sharing perfect advert for job sharing right there yeah Totally, and we, we we make it work, you know. But yeah. Um, speaking of your film work, the next question is from Kausch, and he's asked if you find a cheat workaround to create a piece of graphics for set, do you use it? Absolutely. Like, who wouldn't? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what does he know? Why is he sharing? Did you put it on the forum? <laughs> we are we are cheating all the time. It's, it's you know whatever whatever works. I mean, I've I've done um I've done a lot of standby art directing as well, so I kind of you know, jumping back to doing graphics, it's like you, you kind of know the, um, you know, like what's going to be seen, what's going to, you know, you kind of have a better understanding of, of like what's on camera. So it's like, you know, if I'm doing something, I was like, well, we'll never see that. That's background, you know, so don't spend enough time, you know. So it's, you kind of, I think with experience, you kind of know what level of graphics to produce yeah. that you can kind of cut corners or cheat or you know just just you, you know you, you're always going to come... when and where to put the energy to make yeah. it happen. yeah yeah what sort of cheat workarounds have you used do you want to share any hashtag no um... <laughs> I'll, die, I'll die with these secrets <laughs> um well things like you know if you know that you're dressing a notice board or whatever you i have so many of those in my back catalogue i am a hundred percent not making that from scratch oh we are going to change a few names change a few phone numbers yeah. that is going mm. up. So, yeah. difficult you know it's just like they're, they're, they look the same if that you know 
Yeah. yeah to make it blue. Doing the doing the insides of a newspaper, you know, it's it's like right, that's never going to be seen. So you know, it's it's just it's just yeah. like me said, knowing where to allocate your time and and yeah, master forgers. Okay, the final question, and it's another international question from Canada. Uh, Kim has sent this in, and she's asked. If you already work as a film graphic designer in North America, oh. Canada in her case, I suppose, and are interested in working on films in the UK, what is the best path to take to achieve that? Um, well, again, it depends. I can't can't discuss um, how she does it because it depends on her right to, to work. I don't know what her uh, you know specific um, mm. specifics are, but I think you just reach out to people in the union and and say, look, hi she must know the type of genres that she does and the style of work that she does that would be um that would be you know on part of what we do in the UK reach out to those people and, and be curious and ask them ask them for some you know some advice and perhaps you could end up working with them if you can come here and you and you've got the right to work I think that would be the that would yeah. be how I would do it and there's so many like set decorators and designers that work from you know across the pond work in the UK with the like level of tv on-demand stuff that's filming here so just like reach out to them and um... don't be afraid to ask yeah yeah good stuff listen guys before you go i wanted to ask what is next for the for the graphics union you've got obviously the agm coming up yeah. and have you got any more meetups or anything so we've got we've got the golden nibs yeah it's happening in october what date andy remind me 22nd 22nd of okay. october um that is going to be fun for all we've also got We've got the AGM in November and we're going to have the, the, the Christmas just like fun time um, in December, early December at some point. We haven't set a date for that. Uh, we've also been working alongside um, Stock Image site Alamy. Um, we've got something coming up with those guys in the new year. Uh, they're very, uh, and GF Smith, who supply all the paper. Both um, companies are very, very keen to, to work with us um, and just help us out any way we can. Yeah, we've got a few things going on. We've got, you know, again, we've got, uh, we've got a, bullying and harassment seminar that we'll do at some point in the new year with with scream skills yeah. a management one a good working practice one i think share my telly want to do another yeah, thing do a share my telly yeah. and job yeah. sharing one yeah. um which is share my telly first and foremost is for is for parents returning to work but share but job sharing is not just for people who've got children arguably i think that everybody should be doing a four-day week but that is another discussion entirely <laughs> um, podcast yeah, yeah it's a whole yeah. show um, <laughs> you know talking about flexible working versus job sharing and how you you, bring, you have those negotiations and what parameters you, you set up to make sure that you um fulfill your workload without feeling that you're you know being exploited and or not doing your job properly so we're gonna have a, dis- a chat about that that's a few things that are coming up in the next kind of 18 months i'm trying to think what else we've got more socials more fun times um and generally just trying to get everyone to talk to one another and be nice and um tell the wider world that we're awesome because we do a really cool job <laughs> absolutely <laughs> sounds cool there's loads going on um where, where can people go to find out more about that so follow us on Instagram because that is the we've got we have a um, we have a, a, a social media social moment, which is very exciting like we're like grown ups. Um, awesome. We are we are graphicsunion.co.uk as well. If, if and the last thing I wanted to say is that um, all of the stuff that we're doing is all um, our union members, our committee members are all um, graphic designers who are all gainfully employed. So everybody's doing the best that they can when they can. <laughs> yeah. so you send an email and you don't get a response for four days. Please be gentle and kind. Like we are all doing our best. 
We're all working on something somewhere. Yeah, exactly. We're all yeah. we're all doing stuff where we can. Yeah, and you know, and if something's infuriating, you come and join. Come and you know, message the the, the committee and come and be part of it because like we want to do all the things, but we can only do a finite amount of things each day. So if you're if you're passionate, come and come and be part of it, and you can yeah. push in that direction. Get involved. The more, the merrier. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for coming on. It's been great to have you to come on and talk about what you what you do. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. I'll let you get back to your kids. <laughs> <laughs> on the other hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice one, Stephen. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you. It's been great to chat. Yeah. Speak yeah. to you soon. Bye. My thanks again to Andy Incomese for coming on the show. I really hope that you found this episode useful, especially if you're a film creative or a graphic designer looking to make the move into the film industry. If you'd like to find out more about the Graphics Union, check out graphicsunion.co.uk or at graphicsunion on Instagram. Despite this being a slightly different episode than usual, some things have stayed the same. Andy has very kindly made his very own remix of the opening credits logo, so be sure to follow us at opening credits on Instagram to check that out. Don't forget, if you're a film pro looking for help, support and advice, then join our free community, Opening Credits Network, and join Andy, Camise and other like-minded creatives. See the link in the show description or head to openingcredits.net to find out more. As always, thank you so much for listening. See you next time.